Hello, everybody. Welcome to this Black History Month edition of the Eagle Exchange podcast. This is Brandon, so everybody else, go ahead, introduce yourselves. Hi, my name is Aldrich. I'm Roman. I'm Avery. And today we're going to be discussing whether or not black history is sufficiently taught in our school's curriculum. So, initial opinions, anybody? It's not. Yeah, it's (laughs) not at all. (laughs) I would also have to disagree. I agree with them saying that this... uh, Black history is not adequately taught to uh, its students. Yeah, I got to agree. Considering how many black prominent figures there have been throughout history, I don't think that our prominence is actually like accurately represented despite all of the um despite all of the contributions we've made to society throughout like going all the way back to before slavery just you learn when you have to learn about black history you have to get your knowledge outside of school you know it doesn't really come from what you learn in history class every day because they skim over a lot of it i would also have to agree saying that um that there are a lot of people who deserve to be celebrated throughout black history that aren't and that have also been in their current time have been shunned upon or seen as terrorists such as the black um the Black Panthers and Malcolm X, they were seen as like terrorists and militant when they were only really pro- promoting a self-defense because they were being slaughtered for fighting for rights. So they're not really celebrated much or even taught much at our school. And then there's other things that happen in the current day that are only like black people know about that have that aren't taught or spoken about. So that's also equates. And it's not only that's, it's not hurting only the black students but everybody else as a whole because then they don't get to fully understand the struggle that we live through every day so they go through knowing like oh mlk did this and malcolm x was militant and oh this is what happened and oh civil rights and that's about it but they don't really know that day-to-day things that come about with being black in america they don't know that you can actually like it's not just oh black people are oppressed it's like no you feel the pressure so it's more things that could be taught in this school that could allow for people to further understand the struggle that bad people go through and have gone through in history. Yeah, um, if you only teach history from a certain person's point of view, like most of our history is only taught from like the white point of view, then um, you're just erasing an entire perspective that usually just opens up more doors and more knowledge and like helps you to understand other worldviews more. Um, and I think, like, unless you have a teacher that is really dedicated to, like, you know, teaching, like, the real side of history or going more in-depth into black history or, like, Native American history or those kinds of, like, things that are often erased, um, then you're just only going to see history from a very, like, yeah, narrow perspective. Um, you're just going to see – you're going to see yourself as, like, the hero of your own story if you're white when in most of the – most circumstances you are the oppressor in history can i ask a simple question to you roman what do you see as black culture um i see well i think of soul food and southern food i see that like then i see music so i think back on aretha and ella ella fitzgerald and um then winnie houston and then michael jackson so like black culture is things that we do as a as urban fire, and I feel like it has more soul, more rhythm to it. To me, it runs a lot deeper than that, because you go back to Africa, where we were so dominant 
and just like our civilizations were so advanced we don't learn about any of that here you know what i'm saying like Facts. one of if not the richest person in the history of the world name uh his name is mansa musa by the way like we, we should know of him he was just like his wealth like it you can't even fathom how wealthy he was in to in today's standards and we don't learn anything about him in school but you think like you figured we would right like it's things like that, and you just see, like, so much black influence in today's society as well. But we don't know where any of that's coming from because it's not taught to us here. We got to go around and uh, accrue our own knowledge or ask our parents because, like I said, it's not sufficiently represented in our school's curriculum. Yeah, everything's whitewashed completely. And for a school that's so diverse, that's kind of it's not messed diverse. up. I mean, who prides itself on being diverse? Who, diversity. Who, exactly. It's really assimilation, but exactly. I guess. It's, but, it's, but putting it on their website and being like, we're so progressive and so diverse, and then like yeah, I guess seeing so. that that's all just kind of. Anyway, so what do you see as black culture? What do I see as black culture? For sure. I mean, it is like hard for me to speak on because I grew up in a very like white area of California. So I'm like very like, <laughs> I definitely grew up in a bubble, but coming here, I think it's just like a culture of, I don't know, you see it in everything, you know what I mean? Like everything has roots in black culture. Like I don't know how to like accurately describe it. You gotta take into account, like we live in Atlanta, so we're lucky we we're exposed to as much of it as we are. You go to people around the country, like something like, I don't know, Idaho. Like, <laughs> They're yeah. not learning even as much as we are. They're probably learning, like, no, half they, as much as we do. There are, like, two black people in, like, a town if, like, you go to, like, places like that. Yeah, you, like, you go around and get exposure, and it's just, like, wow, I'm so fortunate to be where I am just because, like, I'm in a, like, I'm in a, um, a populace full of so much black just influence. Excellence. Excellence. <laughs> Or you could just comprehend all, like, not all of our contributions, but all of them on display and all of them that are taught to us. Well, I think there should most definitely be a black history class at this school because not only is it not taught enough throughout this school and throughout the nation, but I feel like if we were able to start a class, it would help people who are in, who will most likely or who have a, the opportunity to be in higher positions due to their education at Woodward Academy, they could, if they understood the struggles more, that they could go on and make changes and help the black community and black citizens and even Africans, all and such, just to help boost them up the way they need to be, to finally gain real equality and stop some of the oppression and put forward towards rebuilding African community, African uh, communities, and black people as a whole. Yeah, because you know, from where we are, you know, private school, Woodard Academy, we're all fairly wealthy. It's easy to just be oblivious to that kind of stuff and turn a blind eye to it if you don't stay, you know, aware of what's happening with your community. So I think people really need that here. Well, I know for a fact that uh, in my history class. You know, we were talking about the Great Depression, and the teachers like, you know, it was so bad for Americans. People lost their homes, and you know, many people were like having a hard time, like trying to keep their lights on, 
and you know provide for their family they had to eat beans and rice and i'm to me it's like i know that but we also need to be able to like it's not the class shouldn't be just about black history it should be about black situations now because when i heard that in class this year i'm like that's how people are living in neighborhood in black neighborhoods now in inner cities now people are having to eat dog food because that's the most food that they can get for the cheapest amount of money to survive it's almost like they're stuck in the 30s and that's that's not how that should be so we can educate more and more people about the struggles then and now and how they haven't really gone away but transformed and modernized then we can start to actually deal with them and actually eliminate those struggles yeah, guys, we got to wrap it up here. But before we do, anyone have any closing thoughts just on the state of black culture, where we stand now, and where we should be going forward? I feel as of right now, we are at a place where we're making movements. We've just seen the Oscars, and we saw the first two black fe black people, period, to win an award outside of acting and music. So when it came down to that, that's, like, so incredible. So I feel as of right now, we're at a great place, but we need to move forward to where instead of it just us having to be strong and together to push and move so strong, I feel like it should be where the people outside of our race are able to say, hey, this is wrong. They're, they've done so many great things and so many powerful things. We should be helping them and pushing them. So I feel like now it's time we make awareness to the people outside of our race. I agree that as a society, we need that historical context just to help us going forwards, because so many people are just so oblivious to it. And they think the state of our culture is okay like this, and it's not. But I feel as though that we are making strides forward. And yeah, I, I hope that in the future, we'll, uh, our kids will be able to gain that uh, next level of context based on our contributions now. Thank you for tuning in to this special Black History Month edition of the Eagle Exchange podcast, which we should have done a while ago, but, you know, it's all good because we're doing it now. And, uh, yeah, thank you for listening. See you all next time.